You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Endless Party. Welcome back. We're super excited today. Um, So I'm actually going to be interviewing my wife. She did this a little while ago to me and it was actually super intriguing and awesome because i didn't know what to expect i know yeah yeah i i have no idea what to expect i've gotten nervous to be put on the spot i don't know why so we're excited so i actually learned a lot about you yeah that's like just rando things you know yeah and good things too okay so we're gonna learn more about meg uh what are two things that you regret That's really deep. Yeah. <laughs> it also, I think, like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I think one of the things for sure is I'm not going to go into complete details, but when I was a kid, there was this one time that I was so mean to my little sister. And I actually pride myself on being a pretty nice older sister. I mean, I don't know. I can't say, but. There was this one time that I was just, for no reason, so mean to her. And I treated her really not nice. And it's kind of something that still haunts me to this day. I've had those experiences. That's rough. It's like where you really hurt them. And I think it's just a good reminder that... You want to be nice. Yeah, that I want to be nice. And yeah, and but yeah, I think that will haunt me to my grave. And she's moved on. Her and I have... fantastic relationship now but definitely and then i can badge for that her little sister's awesome all of them all three of them but yeah 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 her and i are great friends now but i mean let's see i was probably like only 10 when i was super mean to her too 11 Mm -hmm. old enough to know i shouldn't but it wasn't like I was 18, you know, bullying my little sister. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sweet. That's, well, that's a good one. answer. What's the other one? I think the second one. Is. Um, I wish I just believed in myself a little bit more during my college career and like in track but you know you can only move on move yeah that's i fair. wish i had more belief in myself like yeah. i did in high school yeah wish i had that same attitude Care like free, like i'm gonna win yeah i don't care you yeah know? and i wish i had that same belief oh absolutely i think it's great mm. what was the hardest life lesson you've learned um i think it's actually been recently and the life lesson was beautiful right but i think i think one of the hardest things i've had to learn is just that at the end of the day you are responsible for how you feel and you are ultimately responsible for how you treat other people no matter the situation or the person and I just think that lesson came at a very great cost and took a lot of time and multiple experiences of not being in good situations to figure out. Yeah, absolutely. 
I completely understand that. Uh, what was your favorite childhood memory? Ooh. Let's see. Is there one that stands out above the rest? Yeah, I think... I, I can tell you one of, like, the earliest. Yeah, tell me that. And then if you can think of your favorite, then just tell me. But tell me the earliest. I remember when my family lived in Cleveland when my dad was in dental school. Mm-hmm. So we moved when I was five. And I can even remember what coat I was wearing. So based on the coat I was wearing, I was probably, like, three or four-ish. And I remember it was nighttime and I remember me, my dad took me out. He must have been shoveling because he was the manager of the apartment. Oh, that's right. Now yeah. that I think about yeah. it. But the memory it's was. pretty impressive. You remember the coat. Yeah, it was purple. And But I remember being outside like playing with him at nighttime hmm. in the snow. That's fun. Yeah. And that's what I remember. <clears throat> that's a good memory. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Now, what would be your dream job? Aside from mother and all of that, you know, what what would you do? What would you do if money was an issue and you could work for free? I would, I have been thinking about this. I would really like, like, I would like to be an influence for good, but like, and an influencer, but not the standard kind today where you're famous on social media. What I would want is like to develop like like to develop the capabilities to empower others and then to come up with some way that I could help not train but like help yeah, in a way teach yeah and to give back and educate on the things that have made my life so mm-hmm. successful but I I want to do it in a way that gets people excited and motivated and actually sparks a change within their own heart you know not like oh that's cool I'd like to do it more right. of like that I, I'm going to change. Like, yeah. I, that's what I would like to do. Like, empower people to change their lives for the better. Yeah, but... That's awesome. I don't know how... I don't even know what you would call that business. No, or I, how I think you there's a lot of... It. I mean, there's a lot of people who do that, like, business. Like, Stephen Covey's one. Um, James Clear's one. Tony Robbins is one. Les Brown, Zig Ziglar. Like, all of them kind of found their own way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Most of those guys are speakers and teachers. Right. You know, and so... I think that's one way, but I mean, there's also other people who educate through the written word. There's other people who blog. There's other people who do podcasts. Right. Like Right, so I don't know what <coughs> my platform will be and how I'll do it, but that's what I would do. That's awesome. And it would be all the things, right? <coughs> like I would love to teach people how to exercise, but I would also love to teach people how to read and study and like just develop develop. Yeah, because that's something that's just been so beautiful in my life. No, absolutely. Uh, what do you consider your greatest success? What marrying you, hundred percent. Other than, other than <laughs> I'm serious, you. probably marrying what you. What would you say like was your greatest like feat, like your triumph? That was very kind of you, by the way. <laughs> For sure, it's marrying you. Um, I think my greatest success was in high school. It was finishing up track to the best I knew how and then being able to run D1 that was huge for me yeah especially you know knowing what I know now I think I could have excelled a little farther but 
based on the based on the work and what I knew how to do then, I think it's a miracle I made it. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a cool and story. I think that was a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, who? Oh, let's actually ask this one first. Um, what was your first impression of me? So, I remember, I, 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 I remember the first time I really looked at you. Because mm-hmm. we were in the dark the first time we met, right? Yeah, we were. And I don't, I don't know if I've told you this. So, we were like at the park and we, we get back to your house. Yep. And you were in like your classic outfit. It was the black, mm-hmm. the black jeans, the white, white shirt. shirt. Black hat. Black hat and your white shoes. Mm-hmm. But you had rolled your pants up to your knees because it was really hot because we'd been running and oh, jumping that's right. around. Yeah. And, and, you were, and I knew you were on the track team, but we hadn't like seen each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I was like, he has like really nice, like big calves for like a distance runner. Have mm-hmm. I ever told you this? No, you've actually never told me this. I remember looking at you and I I can like see it's like burned in my brain. And like I can see the way you're sitting. You're kind of sitting on the you're sitting on the ground and your legs were kind of in front of you and like you're kind of like not man spreading but like kind know, of kind of like it wouldn't be how I would sit, yeah. you know, in a situation yeah. like but for you it's like totally okay. Like it wasn't weird. And you cuz you're just like relaxed and you were laughing so hard at something dumb your cousins were Probably. doing. And so I just re- I just remember thinking like, wow, this guy's really fit. And then I remember thinking like, oh, like he's pretty good looking. Because I saw your transfer picture, right? Yeah. And I remember there was one time I saw you like stand up at some random like track oh, meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never like saw you saw you. So I so I thought you looked like the picture that came up on like the big screen. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, I don't think you look anything like that picture. No, I don't either. So Not when I saw you, I, I remember like just kind of like taking you in and being like you know oh, oh like he's yeah. really good like not that that picture wasn't it like it was a fine picture but you just like looked so different yeah no, I and then that. i remember thinking i mean obviously i was like this guy's great i mean he's pretty good looking but i remember thinking like they're crazy this family's yeah, crazy because i, I didn't i didn't know you, you personally told me that one. i didn't know you personally one thing i also remember too is that you were very kind and friendly like i know that you I'm sure you asked me my name and chatted with me just a little bit. Not a ton, but, like, mm-hmm. you made it a point to be like, hey, like, I'm Elijah. What's your name? Oh, we're teammates. That's crazy. You know, like, you made nice small talk with me. That's That was my first impression. Sounds I don't like think I've ever told you that. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, who is your inspiration? You. Other than Jesus. You. Me. 100%. I could cry talking about it. Yeah, you. That's super nice of you to say. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm crying now. Yeah, 100% um, you. <laughs> what are your three favorite fiction and nonfiction books? So your favorite nonfiction and then your three favorite fiction. I have fallen in love with Seven Habits for nonfiction up in, like up until this, like to this day. Like, you know, I've read a lot of nonfiction. Mm-hmm. That has been, I think the greatest the biggest inspiration yeah that you. has been such a great yeah that's book. a good one that that's one really has one. really changed my life yeah uh non-fiction i love i reread the harry potters and so this year i really loved 
reading J.K. Rowling's or yeah. Rowling. I don't know. How to say it her was name, really good. They're really incredible books. They're really good. Yeah. I loved that story. I think I like a couple. I also love classics. You know, Little Women, Little Britches, those mm-hmm. kind of books. I yeah. don't think I have just one. They're all kind of. They all there. have their different genres. But I, do, but I do, yeah, but I do like, I do like those. Oh, those are great. I've actually never read Little Women. I think I want to. It's pretty good. Like I've heard great things about it's it. They made a movie think. of it. You know, <laughs> it's actually not what you think. It. It's not about like sewing and like <laughs> stuff like no, that. It it's actually more about, about like life. Yeah, it's about life and just like developing as a person and right. the transition from girl to woman and like it's really good. Yeah. What's your current favorite song? Because I feel like songs oh. actually change all the time, and especially for me, my song usually changes every I know, week. Every, so what do I like right now? I don't. Oh, that's. I actually. We have not we been listening listened to, to music, music in a, in a long time. Yeah. Usually the car's just. The radio's off. We're just like chatting. chatting. I mean, the last song I remember, like, really singing was The Bangles' Eternal Flame. Yeah. I really. <laughs> that's the last one I remember you singing. I don't that's, even know if that's real. <laughs> I feel I like you like say that, that because you're joking. Every I do like time. that song. But. That's the last song I we were singing. My favorite song. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know right now. We have. I can't even tell you the newest, latest songs that have come out, and I don't know if you can either. We have not I been listening to music no, lately. I couldn't tell you at all. Um, if you could relive a year of your life, what year would it be? Um. Freshman year of high school. Because I think that is when I could have started to implement things. Yes. At 14, I think I was mature enough to start. To understand. Yeah. And it's not a regret, but looking back, if I could just have lived that differently, I think I could have set myself up a little different. But so I want to like relive that year. It actually was a really hard year. (laughs) It wasn't like that great that's fair but i think i think i could have made huge changes that just yeah really impacted me yeah it was actually really hard freshman year was actually not a great year of high school for me which makes sense kind of why you want to relive it yeah make it different yeah 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 and then i loved high school sophomore junior senior year it was great but Mm. freshman year i would have but it was great but i could have like changed some things right made different yeah yeah i get that um so tell me what you know about your birth story, your weight, what happened, what occurred. Okay. you were also the first. Uh, yes. So, okay, did you know the reason? Okay, I need to, t- I need to preface this. We had this tradition growing up, and I should, maybe we should do it for our kids, but every year on our birthdays, at birthday dinner, my mom's kind of stopped it, but when I was growing up, she would tell us the story of how we were born every year. Really? On her birthday. That's dinners. actually kind of fun. It was really cool. So Maybe the reason we should do that. So the reason why I know this so well and all these details is I've heard I've heard it I've heard it like eighteen times. I should call her on my birthday next year and have her tell it to me. Yeah, you should. That'd I be should awesome. because she will. Okay, so my mom was twenty years old. My, my mom was 19 when she got married, 20 mm-hmm. when she had me. So, and so I came 
basically nine months right after honeymoon baby honeymoon baby what can you say came right after my parents got married they were both going to school at byu my mom was also working they were both going to school my dad was applying or finishing up grad school to get into dental school my mom was trying to finish up her degree because of me and they were both working full-time at macy's so there was like a lot going on yeah they were very busy busy and um so my mom said i believe the night before i was born she was at a baby shower for me at her mom's house Okay. I think she was at a baby shower or some family event. before you were born. Wow. I know. It seems late. So it maybe wasn't a baby were shower for her. Were you an early her. baby or were you a late baby or were you... Was she induced? Do you know? Okay. I think I was the only baby her water broke for. Okay. Okay. But now, now that I'm telling the story, I don't know all the details. Perfectly. That's okay. Tell me what you okay. know. Okay. What I know is this is what I remember. She's she at a baby ate, shower. A, she was at a baby shower and she ate a ton of spinach salad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because then I think she went into labor or her water broke or something. Something prompted her and my dad to go to the hospital. I don't know what event it was, but something happened. They went to the hospital. And part of the story she always tells me is that she threw up everything in the hospital parking lot all the spinach salad all the food <laughs> she's just saying, that's poor always, lady it's <laughs> always part of the story oh that's that's right and then she says she got into the hospital and then the usual happened she got an epidural they just waited mm-hmm. i think my grandma and grandpa were there for her to like through the delivery process and my dad what so my dad was like really nervous apparently and my dad's not the nervous guy no he's more of a Um, logical thinker and i think there was something wrong with my oxygen so they had my mom on oxygen to try to help me get more oxygen oh so i and when i was and so when she had me when i was like birthed i was like bright blue yeah because i wouldn't breathe like i was really stubborn and i like would not breathe Wow. So they, they, you know, they tried to like nicely as you would to a baby, but they hit me, you know, patted me, you know, did everything. Make they you cry. Could. Yeah, they tried. They were trying to get me to cry. So, you know, they weren't being abusive, but they're trying to make me cry so that I would gasp and breathe. And um, apparently <laughs> my dad seeing this was super, super woozy. And he took the oxygen from my mom and they put it on him and made him sit down because he was like going to pass out. <laughs> he was going <laughs> to pass out. So funny to me because he's a dentist. I know. And like, <laughs> sees blood and all the things. Yeah. But seeing I first think, child purple is like... I, I, and they said I was so blue, like a scary color of blue. It wasn't like I was a blue tint. I like was bright blue. Yeah. No oxygen. I like refused to breathe. And then they like put me in some oxygen tank and i got pink started breathing and everything was fine and then i was born i was five pounds 14 ounces dang as a little baby and and now that's the story that's a great story yeah but that's awesome i think growing up like being the oldest of eight and there being so many stories I mean, it's like a weird diss, but I was like, man, I was born blue. Like, there's something special, actually. <laughs> Not special, <laughs> but like, you know, I'm like, something different yeah, about my it's story. something different. I was blue. I wouldn't breathe. 
Why? I have no idea, but I was just... You just have an edge. You know, I've always been, like, a little bit more nervous to, like, try new things. I've gotten better as I was older, so I wonder if it was just me being, like, actually, I want to go back. I don't... (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. Uh, Did you have any childhood nicknames? I think my younger siblings called me Maggie. Maggie? Mm-hmm. But my mom and dad have always called me Meg. I know your brother calls you Megan. That was, okay, Andy calls me Megan. That started in high school. And then my family sometimes still calls me Meggles. That also was in high school. As a kid, though, I was just Meg. Just Meg. Just Meg. High school, I started to get more. My little siblings would call me Meggie when I was really little my grandma has always called me megaly i know emily sometimes will too yeah emily uh-huh. love her too yeah they'll call me megaly sometimes that's right i've actually heard that a apparently times. when i was a little little baby people called me megatron because i was super super chubby i was like fat and so <laughs> they thought i was that's pretty funny yeah um let's see if you had you had $50,000 and you had to spend it all in a day in one day how would you spend it okay so <laughs> wait I had to get rid of it you all I had to get rid of it oh. no investing no anything but you, you can't to, invest no it. you have to buy oh because I was like I just, oh, invest, I just it. invest yeah no you can't invest it no real estate no stocks and bonds none of that 50 that's a lot of money to spend that's in a day quite a lot of money I'd buy us two cars fair and they wouldn't i wouldn't use all the money i would i would probably spend forty thousand dollars on like two nice cars okay probably yeah What's as 10? of right now oh i don't know i would probably buy us two new cars um oh i'd buy some more maternity clothes I'd probably start buying you stuff, too. You'd probably only be scratching the surface, then. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that materialistic. Uh, I don't know. Why don't I have, like, big things? I can think of a thousand things, I man. can't think of that many things. New duvet covers, like... Oh, okay. You know. Some home decor. Okay, yeah, I'd buy some furniture. You know? Yeah, okay, Come okay. On. I'd buy some furniture... Home decor. I guess I'm thinking that I'm still coming home to this house, though, because you can't buy a house for $50,000. No. And you can't, like, you know, I can't, like, use the money to pay rent or maybe I'd put a down payment on a house. That's real estate. I can't buy that? No. Why? <laughs> that's what that's the rules <laughs> <laughs> okay fine i buy cars some furniture maybe a real piano we have a nice electric one those are good things i think those are great i guess things. i don't have that many things that maybe a big essential oil diffuser <laughs> <laughs> maybe there you go uh i'd buy our baby's clothes i'd buy i don't know I think I would have to like change my mindset and be like, I can buy whatever I want at this mm-hmm. store. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it shows that you're not materialistic, so I. I can't I think. think I can't. A, why is that hard? Very good value to have. <laughs> you know, 
Um, so let's move on. How many places have you lived? And in addition to that, where do you want to live? Okay. Let's see. I've lived in, like, like um, different, like, times in my life. Yeah. Or, how, how, like, I've lived in the live? state of Utah three times, or, like, three, three different times. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, go through all of them. I was born in Utah. Yep. Then I moved, lived in Ohio for dental school. Mm-hmm. Then I lived in Colorado in an apartment. Then I lived in Colorado in a house, and I believe those were in two different places. They feel like it in my mind. Then I lived in Kansas. Then I lived in Utah. Then I lived in Arizona. Then I went back to Utah for school, and now I live in Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, that's a lot of places. So where do you want to end up? Somewhere not in the the west the west the west coast I, the west coast i want to try somewhere different hmm. i'd like to try to live somewhere in the east coast south or deep south that's part of good. america the heart of america I think tennessee seems nice to me right now i i don't know why just i don't know i'm just feeling it ah, fair enough tennessee alabama doesn't that seems like a good place to be i know I would um like what are some of your favorite traditions I love, I actually, this tradition is going to change. I have loved spending Christmas at my parents' house with you. Yeah. I have fun. really, really loved that. that. It's been really fun. It's a good vibe. It's a really fun vibe. You guys don't have a place to go. Babcocks. At Christmas. Christmas. It's, it's I, that's one of my favorite traditions. I think yeah, that one is a good one. The Fourth of July is always fantastic here with the Armstrongs too. I really like the Fourth with you. <laughs> that one is fun. Yeah. Um, I also I don't really like Thanksgiving that much. I'm the worst. I know. Well, I just don't uh, like. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like it's pre-gaming for Christmas. I know. You know. I know. Oh, I love Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a good holiday. My mom taught me to love it. I love Valentine's Day. That's a good one. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah, that's awesome. So what is the greatest advice you've ever been given? Oh. Yeah, this is a tough one. You asked me the same question. I know. I knew you'd have an answer, though. <laughs> you better have one. Um, One time a coach told me that I needed to embrace adversity and then that became like the motto of that year and like workouts and stuff and then the next year when I was leaving school he told me to rejoice in adversity and actually sometimes when we're like working through something hard I try to put it back into perspective that this isn't actually a time for rejoicing because I'm getting stronger it's embracing yeah 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 like it's it's okay to be happy about it because like you know obviously it's okay to not be but like in the situation it's like this is gonna be okay and i'm gonna be better for it yeah i think that's awesome that's good advice yeah i thought it was good okay i think we're running like we're getting we're getting this long. One's a long one so i want to end with actually one of the things that you asked me and that was what advice can you share with your kids as a 22 year old at 22 years old my advice to you is to is to ask yourself the questions what really matters most 
and like what really matters most in that situation and then to seek out your own personal freedom and I'd also tell them to to not pay any heed or attention to the negative voices and criticisms around them to just look forward and to like believe in themselves and their values and to look to their future with like bright eyes yeah that's beautiful i think that is sound advice from 22 year old baby mama 22 with two babies that's right all right thank you so much for listening thank this you is a little bit more about meg i'm sure we'll actually probably do this almost once a year i think we should do it once or twice a year i think you it's know really good. i think it's kind of a refresher kind of seeing where you're at so thank you meg and thank you all who are listening thank you guys please you know share it with others let us know what questions that you have for us as well we would love to answer them sweet until next time bye guys peace out you've been listening to the endless party please feel free to join us over at our website theendlessparty.com for more of our content also we would love to hear from you leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about seriously like subscribe leave a five-star rating whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together